Welcome to Fridge Buzz, for your source of all things minutia. No subject too small, we talk about it all. You won't regret it, probably. Weather vibes. What's what? today's weather vibe, stuff? I threw the ball back at you. Yeah, I was going to give it to you first, and you gave it to me. Today's weather vibe is fall, question mark? Yeah, that's a good that's I woke a good up one. the other day literally like, oh, I guess I have to go through my girl's clothes and start buying back to school. And I wasn't, like, I'm two weeks early for that. Yeah, it's not just you, because the mall was really busy yesterday, so I think everybody's feeling that way. Yeah. Uh, I know, but I'm, I, I really love the blue sky sunshine, so I hope that's not done yet. However, I'm glad to be putting back on my pants and big sweaters, although I never wore shorts, but you know what I mean? Well, I'm glad to be getting into my looser clothing. Mm. Seize the night! Shows, Shows will, will never, never watch. watch. I'll go first. Prodigal son. Maybe I said that wrong. Prodigal? Prodigal? Prodigal. Is it prodigal? It's prodigal. Prodigal. No, it's prodigal with a G. Okay. Well, 100%. Never gonna watch it. How about that? Yeah. Um, I think I've probably said this before, but The Masked Singer. You've, you've watched that. That doesn't count. No, you I haven't watched Watch that, yes, but you did you have. know? No, I have not. I haven't. But Hanson was on it. Yes, how I've desperate! Been how desperate it, for them! It feels desperate, but a gig is a gig, right? Yeah. That show Anne on CBC, Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, it's like give up the story. Yeah, we've when, seen it. When will that story die? Anne, you think you're you're <laughs> disguising it just because you cut out the of Green Gables? Maybe, maybe we'll get a fresh new audience if we just call it Anne. <laughs> <laughs> give up the dream. Let it go. What's the deal with reboots? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I don't want to watch it for spite. For spite. I know I was really excited about um, the Say by the Bell reboot. And then I, I had like literally 60 seconds of it and I never have gone back. I, I never watched it. And I think for spite. I've seen commercials with like AC Slater back in those like tank top and like puffy You're shorts. You're saying like a lot. Okay. It's too much. Okay. It's really, it's aggravating. <laughs> Fuller House, the kids, Cardi's kids watch Fuller House. So we saw a bit of that on the island recently. Yeah. And I feel stupid watching that one as well. For some reason, specifically Stephanie Tanner. I don't know if it's like a name thing. Oh, really? But I just specifically watching her, I, it's, it's insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like, know why. Like, what do these people do to pay their mortgage in between these 20-year gigs? Do you understand that? Are they dental hygienists? Like, are they landscapers? Like, what do they do? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they get a call from their agent, who's 100 now, and they say, they want you to play DJ Tanner again. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, yes. You smell the desperation, especially for the characters you haven't seen on TV since. Mm -hmm. I think, who cares? I don't know, and I don't care. Ray Liotta. When you're introducing yourself to a new neighbor, how much information about yourself do you give in that first interaction? Um, I don't think too much. You're probably going to say what your occupation is, mm -hmm. who, who's in your house, like how many kids or whatever. Do you have a dog? Or right. Pretty surface stuff. So I just met my new neighbor. You finally introduced yourself. That took a few weeks. Oh my gosh. It, it's you need so to admit hard the truth. for me. You need to admit the truth. Yes. Most days you're walking by with your head down. Because I'm just, I'm so self-conscious about how loud my house is. So of course that came up in the first five seconds of my interaction. I'm so, so for my kids screaming. Yeah, but I, at the same time, it's like, is an apology required? I don't I, think I don't so. I don't believe it is. Yeah, it's so weird. I get like so nervous about meeting new people. It's crazy. And then once I do, I literally was like bricks off my shoulders. Yeah. I, I don't know why you put so much weight on that first interaction. And I don't know why either. It's I'm just sort of an, a quick introduction. Getting to know a neighbor takes, what, a minimum two years? Oh, at least. But, but here's the thing. In that five minutes, you better believe I let her know we're musicians. <laughs> oh, yeah. You always 
Lauren's got to promote self-promotion, you shameless better, promotion. You better believe I let her know we do a podcast. Yeah. And it's she like, doesn't how silly? care. No, how silly. But it's always like, it's, and, and this is kind of an interesting thing though, because she's like, you know, and this, these are normal questions. Like you said, just like, what do you do? You know, going back and forth. Well, I'm a stay at home mom, but I don't really like leaving it there. I think is the thing. Cause that's just not you, all I you do. You think it's sort of, you sort of hear stay at home mom and you think one dimensional. But it's not that I think that because I, I, I do it. I am that. Just society I, may Yeah, it just kind of seems like, oh, that's what you do. So I, I tried in that second, I made a decision to give a wider perception of what it is. Anyways, it's not specific to that conversation, but I find that I don't always, I don't just say I'm just a stay at home mom, even though that's the biggest part of what I do. It, it's just interesting that the, the psychology behind it, because I was just like, I walked away going, well, why do I always have to say I'm a musician? It's pathetic. I've thought about this before. Uh, there's sort of this instinct if you meet new people to have them know you you want them to know you mm-hmm. and there's I would you agree that there's like some excitement to be able to like introduce yourself in a fresh new way to someone new like when you make a new friend that's like rare at our age right but when you do you're like well I get to show you all the evolution up to date now you don't have to know all yes, that those other. are nice thoughts that I perhaps have but I always end up being consistently Courtney yes consistently Courtney which yeah. is self-conscious <laughs> as a point of minutiae how long should that conversation be? Perhaps just a just a little bit shorter. When you sort of see them do the slow motion backwards walk oh, back I followed to her. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm so weird. I released her by saying, I'm going to let you get back to it. Yeah. Wasn't that a How good kind out? of you f- to let I her go? That was, I thought that was kind. Yeah, it was. that's just like a classic closer. Yeah, but like I, so, so just so we can get to the bottom of it, I think the things you cover when introducing yourself to a new neighbor, not just a new person, but right. particularly a new neighbor, you your, to, your it's names, a, it's, it's a who delicate. lives in your family, where, I always ask, like, where did you come from before you moved here? Just out of curiosity, right? Yeah. And then... You're getting the basics. Occupation. Yeah. And then a quick apology for the noise, perhaps the noise yeah. that they've heard. Let's, Let's get, get to, to the, the bottom, bottom of it. it. It's a tricky thing maneuvering in and out of conversations. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any other closers? Like you you were saying, well, I'm going to let you get back to yeah. what you're doing. You I know? like this one. I like this one. Well, listen, I got to get going, but I don't use it a lot. That's usually a phone one. Sometimes I use this one. Anyhow. Yeah. No, I'm actually terrible at getting out of conversations. I talk over them before they're done. Yes. They're called conversation closers. Yeah. I'm terrible at conversation closers. Our friend um, Matt Lazell was always really good. He's very swift at getting getting in and out. Yeah. There's a pro. It's pro He's moves. very pro. Yeah. I always, I always, when I'm stop and observe people like outside or in social settings, observe yes. their conversation closers. And, yeah. and it's fascinating to me when someone is very, very smooth. Yes. So I have an example for you. Okay. I'm in a parking lot and I'm waiting at the car and I see a young man. He's in the parking lot, but he gets out of his car because he sees somebody he knows across the street. Okay. I can't see the person he knows, but I can hear them. The guy in the car gets out of his car door to to stand up and be like, hey, buddy, and and hi, how's it going? And then the friend, the guy goes, good. Like they're across a, a street, a yeah. double street. It's, it's loud, right? Yes. So I'm thinking to myself, I would never have they, taken the time yeah. to get out of the car and say hi, like way too far. And and again, it's like the message is so unimportant. No, just right. like a no, hi. So, totally. So he's like, hi, how you doing? And the guy's like, good. He's like, good, good. What what are you uh, what are you up to these days? Like guy yells across the highway, working. Guy's like, oh, yeah, good, good. Pause. Okay, well, take care of yourself. See you around. 
like, what was the point of that yelling stop and chat? It's, it's niceties. It's polite society. No, but it goes beyond that because he wasn't necessary because you could have, from that distance, a wave is totally acceptable. The information exchanged in that quick interaction, interaction was so unimportant that, yes, a wave would have done the whole thing, summed it up. It's like, what are you up to now these days? Working, because he's obviously working. He's probably talking to someone who I didn't say, who was it, like in their work year working. And it's like, yeah, what is he supposed to say across this highway? He has to give you a one word answer. It's kind of like when you're at the dentist, and they're like, how are you today? But you've got the suction in your mouth. It's like, God, what else are you supposed to say? Yeah, the no, you use thumbs up. Thumbs yeah, up. No, it's like, what is even the point? Boring, Boring text, text of the week. All right. So this one's from Steph to me. And it is, quote, Gap has basic joggers, comma, I'm buying Navy. <laughs> quote. Yeah, but I was telling you that in case you were like, pick me up a pair. So I was wondering what you think the most insulting text response is. I think it's just K with a a letter K. And even more insulting is putting a period on the end of that. Oh yeah, for sure. Punctuation can really be effective. Yeah. Um, Sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing's insulting. So K, sure thing. Here's something. Here's something. Sometimes I find if someone replies with yes, Y-E-S, instead of yeah, it's like aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I do yes to you sometimes. But sometimes Can you babysit? Blah, blah, blah. I say yes. Not you. I'm just saying like sometimes when it's like yes, it's like chill. Yeah. Like just say yeah. You know what is worse than yes though? Yep. Yup. Yup. W-U. No. <laughs> Y-U-P. Yup. W-U. Wup. No, yup. Yup is like tight lip. It's insulting. Like I almost picture Sean going, yup. No, he does sure thing. Um, sure thing. <laughs> so what else There's is also yep. Yep. Y-E-P. Y-E-P is less, less insulting than yup. Yes. Yep. Softer than yup. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are there other insulting text messages? Just say, saying K instead of OK. Yeah. It's, it's aggressive got, and harsh. I've got one. And our older sister, Kate, uses this. Got it. With a period. Yeah. Why the period, Kate? Yeah. And Ouch. I don't even think she means it harshly, but it comes across no, Kate, like, got it. She likes to punctuate. Yes. I would say period is her favorite punctuation. Kids are slamming the doors upstairs. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Do you have any friends? Fake laughing. Who is it reserved for? Yes. Because you don't do it for everybody. Um, acquaintances. Acquaintances. People you don't know very well. Yeah, strangers in the in the grocery store. Are there any certain situations where fake laughs? At work, for sure. Work. A lot yeah. of yeah. fake laughing at oh, work. Oh, yeah. Can you fake laugh right now? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was better and more real, I think. I think that's how I fake laugh, though. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's my fake laugh. <laughs> We were riding in a cab one time in our in our twenties with Steen, Stacy, and me and you. And I don't we were going to some kind of club. Club. I think we were fighting or something. What? Arguing in the cab. Stacy was, was in I the there? front seat. Yes. And then Stacy cut all attention and she's like, Everybody start laughing right now. And she's like, What it does is it make it turns a Hold fake on, laugh into is, a real laugh. Do you remember? Coming that? back to and me. she was like leaning over going, <laughs> And then it all, we all started having like huge belly laughs from all the laughing. Hold on. What? This is like sort of coming back to me. Yeah. Fake laughing can serve a purpose. So we were all fighting. I don't think we were arguing we were or something. We were probably just drunk. Yeah. And then, and then Stacy was like, we need to stop this, change our, our vibe, our mood. And she turned around and she was like, everybody start laughing right now. And it, and she's like, what it does is it turns into a real laugh. That 
is brilliant. Uh-huh. Stacy, you are brilliant. She is. She's brilliant. I wouldn't have ever in the rest of my life remembered that. Oh, I think about that all the time. I think about that all the time because I always remember it, it, it completely changed our vibe. So let's like fake laugh right now for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so fake for me. I can't. Yeah, yours is yours is terrible. You need some work on your fake laugh. Yeah, well, I think I can pull off a bit of a better fake laugh than you. You're more of a faker than me. Definitely. My real laugh is usually like I look like I'm gonna bite your head off. Oh yeah, big open mouth. Yeah, for chin me. chin in, and like maybe chin one eye starts to close. Yeah, yeah. just one eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mine was half fake there. Fridge buzz. Here's something. Work knows. Before I describe what it is, I'll just say, I had it the other day. I felt it coming on. And I asked Cody and his brother, Lauren, if they understood what I mean when I say, hey, guys, I got work nose. Because I just finished cooking dinner and cleaning up. And I sat down and my nose was hot and red. At least it felt hot and red. Work nose. This is a term coined by me, you and Kate. Yes. And it's like after a long day of work, no matter how much like concealer or powder, it's like, Red schnoz. <laughs> and it's sort yeah, of it schnoz. sort of is a giveaway that you had just sort of exerted some energy. Yes. So I sat down in front of Lauren and Cody. I said, I have work nose. No, and it's not. And, and they were like, what? And I'm like, work nose. No, I know. It's very, and it's not to be confused with like exercising or working out. No, it's not. It's, There's it's no sweat. Just, There's it's, no sweat. It's red and hot. It's red and hot. And it and always porous. came. It feels porous. And it always came after like a full eight hour working day. And you yes. go home and there would be like, like a red hue on the nose and then spreading a bit into the cheeks. Yes, the T-zone. Yeah, and then and then you would be going, this is like in our 20s, right? And then yeah. you'd be going out at night and you'd be like, oh my God. I can't get rid of the I need. Nose. I know, I need to calm down for a significant <laughs> amount of time so that my nose goes down. Maybe you need to hydrate. I don't know what it is, like a, like a this water, splash water. I don't know, it'd be face. interesting. Maybe we should look that up on the internet. Should I type in work nose? Sure, work nose. Kate, you know what we're talking about. Carly, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I bet there's no way Carly doesn't get work nose. Carly gets work nose, for sure. Yeah, the thing that came up is nose work. No, work nose. It's a thing. Work nose. Ray Liotta. So the other night we were at Kate and Matt's house, our sister Kate's house, for the first annual comedy night. A few of us decided we're going to try our hand at being a stand-up comic for one evening. Not everyone went up. It wasn't even a big crowd. It was just a small, intimate group. I went up. You and I did a bit. Tweet, tweet, tweet if we tweeted. And a couple other friends went up. And it was such an enjoyable night. And what a different thing to do. I know. Instead of just standing around. Yeah. I remember somebody said, let's sit in the seat. that You know, they had set out row seating, right? Just like a little amphitheater type thing in their backyard. There was a curtain and a yeah. mic and it was in a PA oh, system. It was between two, between two pots, I think they were calling it. Yeah. When you walked into the back backyard, it just reeked of manure. Yeah. So so Matt had accidentally purchased manure instead of regular dirt to fill some of the, the dog digging holes that had covered some of the grass on the backyard. And instead of thinking to yourself, you know what? I bought the wrong bag. I got manure instead. I'll just tell people to watch their step and maybe fill it in with dirt the next day. But, but not Matt. Matt decided to fill the holes with manure still. And as you arrived into the backyard, it hit you like a, a wall, the smell of anus. Yeah. I, one of my jokes was, it smells like John Goodman's bending over over to pick up a Twinkie. Yeah. How come you didn't give me a fake laugh there? Seems um, like the place you'd get a fake Matt laugh. I think Matt at one point told me to stop laughing so hard at all your jokes. Any highlights for you? I, I thoroughly enjoyed when Sean, my husband, went up randomly 
to introduce people. Sean, he was funny. He's I love got he, confidence. Hey? No, I know. I love it. I love when he's in his element and I and I get to watch that. That's really fun for me. Yeah. He didn't write anything original, we no. should say. No, but he's not afraid to bomb either. Yeah. It just keeps going. But anyways, and I really enjoy my brother-in-law, Matt, because we he had great setup. It almost like he really did some homework on how to deliver that, but then absolutely yeah. no punchline, which ended up being why it was funny. It, the no punchline was the punchline yeah. after all. He, he sort of came in with a storyline of being a comic from LA yeah his setups was yeah. so funny and entertaining and then he'd fall flat because he didn't have a, a punchline but it was so entertaining I like know this, that's what I'm trying to say like nobody's a comic I know. but it was so entertaining I know and then cousin Mike Mike Lazar went up I remember during Mike's or just after Mike's I yelled out I'm having so much fun yes because my jaw was sore from smiling so much there were there were a few crickets for sure oh definitely but that I even knew. On, on my set for sure my, for, I did two sets yeah my first one was more of stuff I had like prepared, like bits I had written. But yes. my second set when I went off the cuff, I feel like was better. I saw dad keel over one time. He was like... From mine? Yeah. He was oh, like really? bending over laughing at one of yours. <laughs> <laughs> 